Hello, everyone. Welcome to Talking Logistics, where we have conversations with thought leaders and newsmakers in the supply chain logistics industry. It's my great pleasure to welcome today's program, Jeff Turner, who is founder and CEO of, of Chop Tank, and Prasad Galopoli, who is founder and CEO of Trucker Tools. And today, we're going to talk about the micro-carrier challenge, building a reliable and sustainable capacity network. You know, one of the big takeaways from 2018 was that finding trucking capacity during periods of high demand is, is very challenging. Especially, you know, when, you know, in a highly fragmented, you know, trucking market where you have, you know, hundreds of thousands of single truck owner operators and, you know, micro carriers with nine or, or fewer trucks. So, I mean, how do you efficiently, you know, tap into this large source of, uh, of capacity? How do you make it a win-win-win, you know, proposition for shippers, carriers and, and brokers? And what is the role of technology in helping to build a, a reliable and sustainable you know, capacity network? Well, those are the main questions we're going to address in today's episode. And uh, it's great to have Jeff and, and Prasad on the program to uh, share their insights and advice on this topic. So, uh, Jeff, Prasad, welcome to the program. Thank you, Adrian. Thanks for, thanks for having me. Prasad, thanks for uh, joining me in this. Uh, excited to be here and share some of the knowledge that we've built over the years on how we utilize uh, smaller carriers and how much uh, how important they are to the to the freight economy and uh, and I'm I'm excited to be able to discuss some of that today. Great. Um, thank you, thank you, Adrian and uh, Jeff for joining today. Um, you know, I'm excited to for our uh, for our conversation. Great. Well, you know, Jeff, I'm going to start with you. Uh, um, you know, uh, some folks may be familiar with uh, Chop Tank. Some, some folks may not. So just to kind of provide a little bit of, uh, of context, why don't you briefly tell us a little bit about, you know, Chop Tank and, and your operations there? Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, so we're about a 20-year-old company. Um, I, when, I, when I got out of college, I started working in the uh, poultry industry. Uh, and, and the unique thing about the poultry industry is, is uh, it's not real fun for starters, but uh, it, it's an industry where, uh, you know, we, we, we rely on a lot of carriers who uh, are small because traditionally in, in the poultry business uh, years ago, most of the poultry was shipped what they would call wet, right? So that meant it was ice packed. Uh, so so those those loads would be, you know, there would always be a lot of water that runs out of them. So they, 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 a lot of times they weren't uh, optimal freight for the larger carriers. They, they didn't like their trailers to become chicken stinky, they would say, or something like that. So, so as I evolved in, in that poultry business, I, I, at the end of my career there, I was uh, running their, uh, one of their warehouse operations, and, and I got to know a lot of carriers. And the interesting thing I found when I was there was most of the carriers we were using you know, five owner op five trucks, owner operators, just really small carriers. And the unique thing was is that most of them didn't mind that their trailers got dirty because they would get back to their house and, and wash them out themselves. So, uh, where am I going with that? Uh, the the bigger thing is is that as we've grown Chop Tank, we're primarily in the the perishable business. We do still do a lot of poultry, we do a lot of produce, do a lot of a lot of foodstuffs, and and what we've learned is is that the the smaller carriers, especially in the reefer side, are really really important. Um, a lot of those guys will will do do the things that the large carriers won't. 
Uh, they'll go to the, the, the places that large carriers won't. Uh, and they'll, they'll offer a level of service that uh, is just differentiated uh, from their ability to sort of be more in control of the, the truck or the load. So, so Chop Tank, ourselves, we're, we're, we handle about 150,000 loads a year. Uh, we're based in Maryland, got uh, about five other offices around the country, uh, primarily in the, in, the, in the perishable space. So again, we have a high reliance on, on these small carriers and certainly respect the importance that they have uh, in, the, in, the, in the freight space. Yeah, no, great. I mean, I think you, you got into a little bit of what was going to be my, my first question. So it sounds like, you know, the, these micro carriers obviously play an important role in, in, in your business. I mean, wh why are they, you know, important to serving the capacity needs of your clients, particularly like when, coming out of a, a year like 2018, where it was such a challenging year? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the great thing about the small carriers are is that, that, that most of the time they're really adaptable. Uh, and especially in, in the food space, we often see you know, uh, loads that have multiple drops and, and a lot of times the drops aren't even dictated until uh, maybe the day before. Uh, so we find that, you know, like a large carrier, for example, like if all of a sudden the day before you tell them that, hey, it's not going to end up in Boston, it's going to end up in Portland, Maine now, right? They're going to, oh, we're not going to do that. But your traditionally your smaller carriers are, are more than capable and, and happy to do that kind of stuff and, and are more adaptable. Uh, so, so we find that, that those guys tend to be easier to work with. And, and as you say, when, when, the, when capacity gets tight, uh, the shippers primarily are not really concerned whether the guy's one truck or 100 trucks. You know, they, they need, need that capacity. And uh, we have access to those guys. They typically don't have sales forces. Uh, and they rely on uh, organizations like Chop Tank to, to help keep them loaded. All right, great. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, you know, Jeff did a nice job about, you know, kind of describing a little bit about the differences between, you know, micro carriers and large carriers as they relate to his business. I mean, Prasad, you work with a lot of different, you know, brokers and, and other companies and, and different, you know, you have different perspective of the market in terms overall from, from working with carriers. I mean, what, what do you see as some of the differentiating, you know, qualities between, you know, the micro carriers and the large carriers out there? Um, yeah, definitely. De Jeff did a good job of, um, emphasizing on the need of these small carriers. As you know, these, there are hundreds of thousands of these small carriers out there. Um, if you leave the number alone, um, the top 2% of the top carriers have a very small percentage of the capacity. So I, I believe it's in low single digits. So that shows the, the strength is in the numbers. Um, another stat is about 80% of the truckloads are being moved by these small carriers and owner operators. So in their number, they're doing a bulk of the work. Now, the recent trend that we have seen is that most of the asset-based carriers are moving their own assets towards dedicated runs and leaving the non-dedicated runs open for these small carriers. So there is an emphasis on, you know, there is a much more need of these small carriers in the market for us. Um, so now, you know, as, as Jeff said about one of the examples earlier, if you look at these small carriers, they take freight that nobody wants to take sometimes. Um, so, the, you know, in, in end of this, uh, December, if you have a, a load going into Florida, nobody wants to take it, but a small carrier would take that. And so they're truly the shock absorbers of our market. 
because they are handling the imbalances in freight. And when we have additional freight, guess who we rely on? The small carriers. Or when there is less freight, then the first people that gets you know, chopped, we don't want that, but these are the small carriers, right? So they are the ones that play an important role. In my viewpoint, they are the true heroes of our transportation. Yeah, no, that's, a, that's a great point. I think part of the challenge has been, you know, historically, you know, is, is tapping into this, you know, segment of the market, right? Because of, you know, it, you know, it, you know, I work with a lot of shippers, for example. I mean, a lot of them work with, you know, maybe 60 carriers, maybe 100 carriers. But when you're talking about hundreds of thousands of carriers, right, plugging into, trying to create connections, finding them, connecting with them, being able to manage them, you know, it's just just, just not a, a, a something that they can do cost effectively or efficiently. Uh, I mean, obviously, that's the role that a lot of, you know, you know, brokers play in the market is being able to bring that, that, that broader market or that broader capacity to, uh, you know, to, to shippers. Um, you know, Jeff, come on, going back to you now, I mean, you often hear shippers talking about, particularly last year when things get tight, you know, of them wanting to be shippers of choice, right? Mm-hmm. We've done programs here on Talking Logistics talking about that. You know, I assume that brokers want to be viewed as brokers of choice in the eyes of carriers, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, what does being a quote-unquote broker of choice mean? And, you know, how do you become one and, you know, kind of what actions are required? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great question. I, I, I go back to a little bit what Prasad said that, uh, you know, when, when we talk about carriers that, uh, uh, the, the small carriers are the only ones that will go to Florida and things like that. I think that's sort of what we talk about with shippers is the fact that, you know, uh, the, the, the larger carriers really want to optimize their network. So, you know, they, they want to make sure that the freight matches up with another customer or whatever. And, the ability for those those small carriers to have access to some of that freight is is, is very very important, and and from an ease of doing business, I think what we try to do with our carriers is is we we really try to be as uh, carrier centric as possible uh, because it, we we feel like that that really is a win win uh, that goes back to the shipper, uh, especially in a sense of when, when we start talking about this whole push for for tracking and knowing where trucks are and things like that. You know, we've had a lot of success getting, getting carriers to utilize, you know, the apps and things to, so we know where they are. And and that sort of is is one of our ways to be, you know, reward our carriers that want to do that. uh, Because number one, it's going to give them access to freight that they wouldn't otherwise have. Meaning, you know, to your point on, you know, uh, a large shipper that's using a hundred carriers, uh, that, that small carrier is not going to be able to get that business. But when, when we as a third party can really offer them the same suite of services that a large motor carrier can, especially from visibility and things like that, that that's going to give those small carriers a real leg up to, to have opportunities at the same freight that the big guys have. So, so, the, the, the bigger piece of that is as we've become more carrier centric and, and the carriers have started to adapt being tracked and, and helping us optimize their networks, that just feeds back to be a, a, a broker of choice. And then really it makes, makes us more of a, 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 a real partner to those larger shippers that need, need that extra capacity. Yeah, no, that's great. I mean, I, I, as I mentioned in my open remark, you know, it's really finding those, those win, 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 you know, value proposition, right? And I think when you, uh, I think you just illustrated that in terms of, you know, the, 
um, you know, the value propositions for carriers to come on board in terms of moving up the maturity curve when it comes to, you know, some of the technologies that are, that are available out there to be able to provide that visibility that shippers are looking for and, and so forth. So they're able to get, you know, some of that additional business that they may be missing out on because of, of not being able to provide that directly, mm-hmm. you know, th- th- themselves. And then obviously from a shipper standpoint, you know, being able to not only get that data and that visibility, that information, but being able to tap into this, this source of capacity that, you know, they couldn't get it, you know, th- themselves, right? Right. So, Prasad, I mean, we, we, you know, Je- Jeff talked a little bit about, you know, apps and technology there. So, so let's talk about technology now, you know, particularly as it relates to, to micro carriers. I, I mean, I think there's a perception out in, out in the market that these small carriers are, are averse to, you know, technology. I mean, it's number one, you know, is that true? And, you know, when you talk to these carriers, I mean, what capabilities or, or requirements are most important to them? Um, that's actually not true that uh, these carriers don't adopt to technology. Um, contrary to that, um, most of the small carriers adopt to technology far more than other segments of the market. Um, there was a study done a couple of years back that put the owner operators or the small carriers adopting to smartphones over 98%. So today we are probably standing close to 100%. Right? Not just them having the smartphones, how they use that. Right? Um, they use those phones for work primarily to optimize their work, um, to communicate with their carrier, with their brokers or 3PLs or uh, shippers. So they're using it primarily for business. Um, you know, most of the people have a tendency to to use up to seven apps a day, right? So what this segment is facing today is is a lot of uh, issues such as you know app overload so everybody's got an app for that you know we have an app for that right <laughs> you know why don't you download this app and it does a small thing and then there is another app that does a small thing and there is another app that does this before we know it uh, too many apps on these on these phones um, i'm not making this up i, I googled it there is a website that talks about therapy for app overload. <laughs> so today we have something like that. Now, um, owner app operators being so fragmented, they rely on technology on the road. And the smartphone is the perfect technology that they can depend on. And what they were looking for is, when we asked our carriers, this is what they said. They don't want too many apps. They want an app or a handful of apps that does everything for them. So they're not jumping between apps. The jumping between apps is very inefficient for them. Um, they want apps uh, or, or you know, technology per se. That is more third-party approach rather than owned by a particular company. So today, you know, kudos to Jeff. Jeff has always been a pioneer in adopting to technology with their organization. Um, Companies like him could go out and build their own app, but they choose to actually adopt to a third party. And the, the, the real rationale behind that is they see more value in putting the responsibility on a third party, build an app and improve that app. So that frees up, you know, per se, if you're a broker or a carrier too, for that matter, right? What you're doing is you get the opportunity to get the best of the that is available in the market rather than get tied up. 
then um, they also see technology, these carriers, these micro carriers, see technology as a means of transparency. So, um, you know, think about it. Technology can really help a carrier find out what's happening at a shipper location. They can just Google a shipper location. They can see the comments there. Um, they can look at real-time traffic. That's transparency. Um, as a broker, they can see where the truck is. That's transparency. Above all, the thing that binds the carriers and the brokers together, rates can be exchanged right there. So there is a lot of this transparency that can, you know, that comes to the table with technology. So technology plays a very important role. Now, in addition to this, what these carriers are looking for is how can these apps or technology solve problems with parking. Parking is a big, big pain for everyone. Um, I know there is no one single solution, but you know they would like to be able to find a solution for that. And the biggest and even more important thing is detention. So, I mean, when we spoke to our carriers, the biggest thing that they said was, they know that detention can be totally eliminated. There are going to be shippers that have that are going to have the retention. So they would like some sort of a, a technology solution that would help them um, or, or help them manage their time at a shipper's location. Um, in you know, so for that matter, what we do is we provide, we kind of tie the visibility into detention. So when a driver arrives at a particular stop, we alert our broker saying that hey, the driver has arrived, has been waiting for so long. So we're helping the broker be part of that conversation with the shipper on behalf of the carrier that builds trust. And you know, these things we can do with technology rather than you know, just picking up the phone and calling the people, right? And um, at the end of the day, these smartphones, are the backbone or the, the underlying technology for this completely fragmented segment of you know small small carriers? You know, it's amazing. I mean, the amount of computing power that we all carry in our pockets, you know, today with iPhones or or uh, you know Samsungs and and, and so forth. Um, and, and you're right. I mean, I think you know when you look at you know you know from the uh, from an application you know standpoint. I mean, I think it follows you know, what you're seeing on the, on the shipper side, right? They're looking for, let's say, TMS solutions that are able to, um, you know, do more and more, handle more and more of their operations in a single solution uh, versus having to open three or four different applications to, you know, handle their private fleet or handle their parcel or handle their outbound or handle their inbound. You know, they want a TMS solution that handles, you know, their operations broadly. And so, so it makes perfect sense to me that carriers would kind of want the similar type of thing where they wouldn't want to open, you know, 10 different apps you know, to get their job done, a daily job done, to find loads, to find information about detention and parking spots and, and execute, you know, uh, find a load and so forth that, you know, the more that they can do within the, the uh, uh, you know, single application, you know, the more efficient, you know, they, they will be, you know, throughout, you know, throughout their day. Um, so so, so that, that brings me back to you, I mean, Jeff, I mean, um, you know, talking about technology now, I mean, what, what role does, you know, does technology, you know, play in your operations? And, you know, how are you working with, with, with trucker tools and, and your carriers um, along those lines? And kind of at the end of the day, what, what kind of benefits are, are you achieving? So uh, great question. I wanted to just tack on uh, something to what Prasad said is that that these micro carriers uh, are, are very intricate. They're all 
really, really smart people and companies, meaning that they, they know, know rates really well. They know markets really well. And, 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 and most importantly, they, they like to have choices and, and to, to think about having a carrier that is going to be captive to one company's app and say, okay, I'm only going to haul for XYZ broker or ABC broker. Um, these carriers are smart and they want to make sure that, that whatever rates they're getting paid are within market and they like to see different, different opportunities. So I think, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I, I don't think we're at, we ever give enough credit to how, uh, good business people these these carriers are because it, and and that sort of fits into the bigger how how technology works in of giving giving these carriers options and and that's real important that's real important to them uh in, in the, the technology realm here at chop tank uh we've always seen such such ability to continue to enhance the transaction uh especially in in what we do being a lot of perishables there is, you know, so many exceptions that we have to deal with, with whether that be temperature or lumpers or pallets or weather at, in a field for the whatever or a food manufacturing facility shuts down or we're, we're, we're dealing with a lot of exceptions. So what we've tried to do is, is try to figure out how we can streamline what we can uh, so that our folks are, are able to better satisfy the needs of our customers on those things that we really most of the time can't control. So uh, one great example is that is, is the check call process. That for, for perpetuity has always been such a manual process and especially in the perishable space, it's really important we know where things are when the shelf life might be three or four days, right? So that part of the process of having to call a driver every couple hours and figure out where he is, uh, that, that's a really time consuming process, expensive. Uh, so by utilizing technology, especially smartphone to technology, we're able to know where these drivers are in, in increments uh, that, the, that the carriers are comfortable with uh, so that we don't have to bother them while they're, you know, on the road. Uh, and, it, and, it, it, and it builds that trust uh, from the carrier side that we're not going to we're not going to be worried about where they are all the time because we're getting that information. So the more that we're able to just have this this the, the information that is should be more standard and we, we try to make that efficient uh, then our folks can be more more adapt to handle these unique needs of our customers that uh, honestly there's probably not a lot of technology that can solve some of the things that we have to deal with so it's just going to make us better on that end and make us more efficient so that we can continue to offer a lot of value to our to our shippers you know, one of, one of the things I often hear about, you know, from a lot, a lot of brokers in particular is, you know, leveraging this technology. Number one is, you know, about the relationship with, you know, with carriers in terms of, uh, you know, like you just gave the great example that with, with you know, uh, check calls, right? I mean, that, uh -huh. that is a ma very manual process, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and it's, 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 it's not efficient for you and it's not efficient for the drivers and, and the carriers themselves. But it's also from a, from a business standpoint, you, you know, in order for you to grow your operations, um, you know, technology such as this enables you to grow without having to add, you know, a ton of people because the more, if, if you're still relying on, on manual check calls or manual processes to do things, as you grow your business, that implies you got to add more people, more and more people, mm -hmm. um, which is not a scalable model, right? Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. That, that, that so much so, especially with every, everybody's got the labor pressures everywhere and, you know, you can't really escape that right now. So, so again, the more that these, these just standard everyday things that we can add some technology to another great example is the ability, especially in the food business. And you guys know, there's always two or three cases are damaged here and there all the time. And, and, and we get a lot of that. Uh, and through this, the, the smartphone technology, we're able to have the driver take pictures of the, 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 the product right there on the truck that flows right back into our TMS. We're able to quickly get that to the shipper and usually get the, all that stuff resolved right then and there. Whereas in the past, that would have been the, the, the pictures might have came in later on and you got a claims person has got to get involved and sort of sort all this out. In the meantime, the customer's probably not paying us, the care's not getting paid. And there's just so many things. Most of the, the, just by that little piece of technology that we're able to bolt on there, we're, we're, we're able to you know, just, just make that experience that much better for, for the carrier and the customer. And, and the more we can weed out that stuff that's just not part of what we should be good at, um, it's just going to make – it's a win-win. As you said, it's a win, it's a win, it's a win. It's all the way across everybody's benefit from that technology. Yeah, no, great, great, great examples there. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, Prasad, just to kind of build on that a little bit more, I mean, thinking about technology now and, and kind of it, it's, its growing role and importance in, in, in the industry, I mean, how will it continue to evolve and, and drive innovation in this market? I mean, what's, what's next? Um, I mean, it's, it's, technology is moving. Every day it's moving. Right? I mean, that is the reason why, um, you know, going back to our conversation where we said, you know, um, a third party company or companies that are focused on technology, not for the sake of technology, but for the sake of helping the transportation industry as a whole are the ones that are driving this, this innovation today. And, you know, so far what we have seen is people adopting to smartphones has been the biggest change, you know, in what we do. Um, the next wave is coming in in the form of adopting to data and machine learning, artificial intelligence, you box everything into the, the so-called smart decisions, right? So you go from adding data and smart decisions, they go hand in hand. Because without the data, you can't have smart decisions being made. That is the biggest revolution that we're going to see in the next wave. And, you know, give you an example on that. When you have a carrier going into... Um, let's say the carrier is in Chicago and has options to go into Atlanta or Dallas. Looking ahead and seeing going into Atlanta is far more better than going into Dallas. Giving that level of, it's almost like looking forward. Um, We call these as better reloads. So when carriers look for freight, we are helping them look beyond their immediate freight. Um, obviously, this is all in the private network. Right? So this is not bombarded into the whole public market. As, as, as Jeff said earlier, um, carriers would love to keep their choices to a handful of trusted parties. But if you can add intelligence and look ahead, that tells them, you know, I want to go to Atlanta, not Dallas, because I have a better chance of making more money. Um, it's, it's almost consistent with playing golf. Every shot you hit in golf should set you up for a better shot. So that's the same concept that these carriers need. That's the same thing that large carriers does today. 
It's just that the small carriers didn't have that level of data or technology. Today, they have that. So they already got that. This is a big revolution that is happening today. Um, the second one is connected systems. Um, we're, you know, we have an app for that. We have an app for that. I'm just using app because we're talking about micro carriers. So they rely on mobile technology more than, you know, uh, desktop technology. Um, so the connect connecti connectivity between these systems is very, very important. Um, we're going to see kind of a merger of apps. They're not going to be a million apps doing million things. We will have less number of apps doing more things or aggregators in some sense to eliminate the friction point between these apps. That's going to be a huge advantage again for productivity. Then um, the third part is um, making uh, automated decisions, going back into the first one where we said decisions, but relying less on the human to do those decisions. Um, uh, you know, I, I'll give you an analogy here. If you're driving a car, if you go out to, to buy a car today, it comes with a lot of these sensors up, right? If you're shifting lane and there's a car behind, you know, in your blind spot, there is a sensor for that. But today, the car will even stop you from you know, shifting lanes. Um, so that's taking one step ahead. It's almost like protecting you, right? Making your decisions in, as needed. We're going to get into the stage of that. Basically, you know, a parallel comparison would be if a trucker is running behind on the first floor, alerting all the parties and making sure there are, alerting the parties is one thing, but there are contingency plans for all these delays um, is important. Finding another carriers to move the other loads, um, taking care of the business right in an automated way is where the most of the development is going to happen. Um, that's, you know, we're, we're pretty excited to see all of this in our time, a lot of time. Yeah, and a lot of great, um, you know, innovations taking place. I love the uh, the golf analogy in terms of, you know, each stroke, uh, you know, setting you up for, you know, for, this, for, the, for the next one. I think, you know, going back to what Jeff said earlier, I think a lot of where these technologies are coming from is, is trying to level the playing field, if you will, between the micro carriers and the very large carriers and really providing that, that seamless um, experience, if you will, for shippers and brokers alike, right? So um, I think, uh, uh, you know, that, that's going to become, a, uh, you know, something that's going to drive benefits to everyone, you know, involved in, in the industry. You know, we're running short on time here, so I'm just going to go right to my last question. Uh, you know, so, so Jeff, maybe you, you'll answer first and Prasad, you can, uh, you know, provide your thoughts on it. I mean, as a way to wrap up, I mean, when, when it comes to building a reliable and sustainable, you know, uh, you know, capacity, uh, you know, network, I mean, what, what is the biggest lesson learned from, from your experience? Uh, that's a great question. I, I, I think, you know, I, I think figuring out what is uh, mutually beneficial for, for all the parties, uh, and again, you know, I, I think the the carriers the carriers want want good quality freight that, that they can haul, and, and and they want to be able to do what they're good at, and that is get to point A to point B. And I think the more that that we use these technologies, we're able to just make that process that much more seamless for them. 
uh, that, that, uh, and you know, and I go back to just real quick on like, for example, Prasad mentioned detention, you know, I, I think as an, as an industry, the, the brokerage industry has over the years sort of insulated, um, uh, the shipper or the carriers and the shippers from, from true detention. And I think, you know, as we evolve carriers to, to adapt this technology, it's, it's a much easier conversation to have with a shipper, you know, that says, yeah, he was there or wasn't there. But I, I think as we, as we continue to think about what is the best experience for all the parties, uh, bolting on this, this really, you know, it's, it's pretty, you know, Prasad would probably argue it, but it, it's, it's sort of simple technology, what we're trying to put in here. Uh, and it just it just makes it easier for everybody to have a very good uh, experience in the transaction. And I think as as a, as a as a uh, as a freight broker and a three PO, I think that's very important to me that my shippers get a win and my carriers get a win. And and finding that balance is is the important thing. And technology is helping us do that. You know, I, lo I love that. Um... Uh, th that phrase, I mean, there's a lot of conversation today about, you know, companies competing on customer experience, mm -hmm. uh, particularly in, in supply chain. And I think this is yet another example here where, you, you know, competing on experience, but here, you know, particularly as a broker, you're competing on experience from two fronts, you know, the mm -hmm. carrier experience and mm -hmm. the shipper experience. And right. So part of it is really, you know, how do you balance, you know, those two things so that it's the experience is mutually, you know, pleasing, if you will, and mutually beneficial. And, and unfortunately, over the years, sometimes the carrier's gotten forgotten about. Absolutely. Absolutely. Prasad, your, your thoughts, you know, wrapping, wrapping up the conversation, your thoughts on some lessons learned in this area. Um, I would say, first of all, I, I like the way Jeff said, simple technology, referring to it. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> probably, probably a lot more code than that, but uh, yeah. yeah. I'm glad that you feel, you know, it's simple to use. So, you know, <laughs> thanks for saying that. I appreciate it. Um, so I, I think it is, uh, you know, micro carriers are, are the backbone of this industry. It's, I mean, emphasizing on that is very, very important. Um, two, um, their size is also big, right? I mean, they move about, you know, they do 80% of the work um, and they take the imbalances of, of our market. Without them, just, I mean, it's like driving a car without shock absorbers. So we need to understand the intensity of this group, first of all, and put focus on them because they are the ones that help um, really build the value in this space. Um, and this is a group that's tech savvy. They're smart. Um, they know what they're doing. It's not like they, you know. So dealing, I mean, having those conversations with them in that sense is very important. Um, uh, you know, they want to use technology. So, you know, asking them what's more important for them. Um, in, in some sense, taking care of these small carriers is the most important thing. Um, whether you're a 3PL, a shipper, or a broker, whatever role you're playing, if you put the, the truck before the freight and take care of the, the, the health of the truck or the, you know, the health of the owner-operator or the small carrier, but uh, I say health, I mean the business health, it really translates into success for everyone involved in it. When the, the carrier is making money, is successful doing what they do. Everybody is successful in that supply chain. We're a connected supply chain. We're not going to be separated. Um, 
And so, you know, we see technology as a big leverage. It's not a in unnecessary headache. Um, for most part, people look at technology as, you know, I don't want to deal with it. But in this current phase of transportation, technology is playing a very important role. It's playing a huge game changer. So understanding that, not saying that, well, I mean, we're going to deal with it when the time comes, is, is not an option, if anything. Um, if you're a, a broker or a 3PL or a carrier out there, understand that most of these small carriers are already adopted have already adopted to technology. They're expecting you to come back. So which is, I mean, I go back to your very first question that you asked me, are these people adopting to technology, right? They have adopted to technology far more than us sitting in the offices today. So um, they, they have changed the game. So it's up to us now to follow that trend and see where these guys are. We have to adopt to that technology that they are comfortable with. Um, because if they are not com comfortable, then you are pushing the technology onto them, which they don't want to do. And um, the, the picture that comes to my mind is, if you have a, a CPA, you have two CPAs, one with paper and a pen, another one with a computer. The one with a computer has the scale. So technology plays a huge role in that. It's not that computers are smarter than us, but they can do a lot of things better than us in a short time. And that's why we need them. This, the technology is needed. It's not a um, you know, unnecessary thing. Um, from where we are standing, the future looks absolutely bright. Um, we're going through <clears throat> a round of innovation. The people who are really innovators adapt to and, uh, you know, the new trends who are driven are the ones they're finding ways to get to the next level. They are setting the standard for everyone to follow. Um, I mean, it's, it's almost like a transportation has taken a rebirth in the last few years and it's going through this, this innovation. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, no, great, great, great points, but you know, by, by both of you, I mean, I think, you know, uh, going back to my opening comment, you know, one of the great lessons learned of 2018 was that there's got to be a better way, you know, to the way we've traditionally done things in order to be able to successfully respond to all these, you know, ongoing challenges in the industry, whether they're more uh, stringent, you know, customer requirements in terms of, you know, more delivery, shorter delivery windows, uh, you know, on time requirements and so forth. Um, I mean, that, that, those are the rules that, you know, shippers and, and consignees are putting out there in the market. So, you know, carriers of all sizes are going to have to be able to respond to that, you know, effectively to, you know, grow and get the business and, and so forth. And this is where technology, as we've mentioned, you know, throughout the program here, you know, helps level the playing field and, and make that possible. So, again, I want to thank both of you for, uh, you know, making the time to share your insights and advice on this topic today. And uh, certainly... You know, we, we, we covered a lot of ground, but, uh, you know, uh, hopefully we, we uh, you know, got the wheels turning in people's minds to, in terms of what actions they can take to be, uh, continue to be successful moving forward. So, again, Jeff, Prasad, thank you for being with us. Glad to be here. Thank you. Thank you, and Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. Great. I want to I thank those of you uh, that joined us. Uh, if you're watching this episode on demand, uh, either at the Trucker Tools website or on Talking Logistics, and you've got a question for Jeff or Prasad, uh, you can post it there, and I'm sure they'll be happy to respond via that medium. Again, thank you for joining us, and look forward to seeing you in a future episode of Talking Logistics. Have a great day.